0: I didn't do any like special uh, sound drops or anything for this.
1: Yeah, you know, this episode is coming in later than expected. And yes. I'm a lot less enthusiastic than I was when we announced it. Well, um, I've worn you down with my constant delays and, and cancellations. And... Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, it, it, it's, you know, I, I, sometimes the pick doesn't go the way you think it's going to go.
1: It's true, but it's just a bummer to like try this book club thing uh-huh. and really like have an aversion to this this novel that <laughs> we yeah. that we picked um, from an author that I've read before and, and genuinely really enjoyed too. So there was really no way of of knowing, at least on my end. Um, yes.
0: So we should get into it. Uh, hey, what's up? It's dinner roadshow episode eighty eight. I think. If I'm counting correctly, but I don't have any notes, so that's I'm that blind, is the blind.
1: number you put on the notes. Okay, good. Then yeah, yeah. Whether uh, that's accurate or not, who's to say?
0: You know what? I'm I'm gonna re- defer to the notes and say that that is
1: accurate. I, okay. I think so too because you have a whole calendar system. Yes. Have you so opened I, the calendar yet? No, not God yet. God damn it! Not yet.
0: <laughs> God damn it! Um, but yes, we are doing the uh, long-awaited uh, book club episode for uh the Paul Bears Club by Paul Tremblay and uh yeah we had to delay a couple times but uh it's fine uh because the book is finally read (laughs) it's it's done and dusted and we're here to discuss it uh it did not turn out the way that I was expecting it to turn out um mostly because I uh genuinely thought it was a horror novel Mm -hmm. and uh it's kind of not um it's sort of does something? It's tempting to do something similar to his other novel, A Head Full of Ghosts, which I like a whole lot better, where it's uh, sort of dissecting uh, horror tropes. Uh, in in that case, like sort of like a possession story, and sort of like a is is this person possessed or not kind of thing, and sort of sort of taking like a meta stance on that. Uh, this it, it slowly gets there. It tries to do something similar with a vampire story, but, uh, it's, it's quite meandering, I would say. And by the time it finally gets there is just sort of like, okay, you know, you know,
1: I do because by the time it got there, I was checked out. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, but like towards the end, uh, I was like sort of skimming like the, the paragraphs start getting longer and longer. Um, and it's even remarked upon that they're getting longer and longer. Yes. Because the, the way this novel is formatted is that it's uh, we're, we're told that it's it's the 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 speaker's memoir. And then we have these interjections from a uh, a separate character who is marking up the manuscript. Yeah. Of, so uh, the to, supposed memoir
1: before we started recording, you were like, do we want to give a full summary? And I said, no, no. Um, mm-hmm. But do we want to at least set up, like, the basics of what's happening with this book? Sure. Yeah. And by by we, I mean you.
0: I knew that was coming. Um, Yeah. So this is the the story of Art Barbara, which is a hell of a name, but it's not his real name. It's the fake name that he's given himself for the story, but that he uses throughout. Uh, And it begins in high school as he uh, starts the Paul bears club. And I think I gave this, this brief summary whenever we, uh, picked the book and I had read the first couple chapters. Um, and, uh, and so the Paul bears club is this thing where you are volunteering at local funeral homes for homeless people and people that no longer have families, like elderly people in order to like, you know, so there's somebody there for their like remembrances. And then you, help with their burial a little bit can i just can
1: card. i can i cut in and say that as a concept and you know the title of the book and where it starts very intriguing like really yes. compelling and unfortunately the, this novel does very little with that it moves away from it very quickly and even when it, it is present it just doesn't explore it in the ways that i thought it, it could abandons it almost immediately yeah yeah very very quickly yeah
0: which is weird which is weird because it is such a it's it is such an interesting setup mm-hmm. especially for a horror like there's so much you could do with a horror novel there mm-hmm. and it's not even like used as a sort of like like horror commentary where this can be uh you know oh isn't it isn't it kind of strange how this should be the setup for a horror novel kind of thing like that isn't even the case it's just sort of abandoned as we're taken on the rest of art barbara's life um and because at some point we get, I, I struggle to call it time skips because it's just him talking about his life. But we talk, you get his partial college experience, which was um, like nausea inducing, <laughs> and then you get his adulthood experience, which loses me yeah. even more um, as he's talking about all of the bands that he was in, and it like the the way that the I I, I pulled out a section. Let me see if I can pull it up because I highlighted it in my Kindle. Um, of just like the way that he talks, it it really grinds on you, and it it is obviously the point.
1: It wears you down though as the book goes along. Yes. To the point where the book's final chapter, the one with the um, greater and greater paragraph lengths. Um, so I'll admit just right now, early on. So I read probably two thirds of this book and was really struggling at that point. So I switched over to the audiobook version and the audiobook yeah. So, the final chapter alone, which is just like you said, this meandering, overly sentimental um, mess, in my opinion, it's two and a half hours long on the audiobook. Just, it's quite a home stretch. Yeah. It's a
0: lot. Oh, uh, this is like from his adult life section. Um, our jokey quid pro quo was totally the same as it was in ye old days, but it felt different. With the stakes raised, in part due to our adult status and shared admittedly bizarre history, there was an edge to our sang More than the one-upsmanship, more than the spelunking the verbal barbs for real and perceived slights, we raged an unconscious battle to reframe frame everything that had been done and said all those years before. Like, it's just, it's just an obnoxious mm-hmm. way to talk. And that, like... That is just the entirety of it is. Book. It
1: truly is.
0: Aside, well, I shouldn't say the entirety. Aside from the the segments of the book that are being remarked upon by the other, but those character. are so
1: few and far between compared to those just stretches and right. stretches of like what you just read, right?
0: Because uh Mercy or I guess Mary. Uh, is revealed towards the end is a real name at uh she will just like make little quick like notes like what the hell are you talking about Mm -hmm. like kind of thing but then she will have a big like summary of her thoughts on the chapter at the end of the chapter so to get to that you have to make it through the entirety of a chapter and the chapters get longer and longer Further into the and book. And to clarify,
1: this mercy character is um annotating uh the book throughout um because she's come across Art's manuscripts before it's been published, um, and and posthumously, um posthumously rather. Um or I guess that's a bit of a spoiler. You don't know that he's passed away until the end. Um right. but yeah, like that is far and away the strength of the book is her voice and her reaction and sort of the way that her perception of past events contradicts the narrator's art's own and and the fact that he is an unreliable narrator. And there are ways, especially early on, that like that dynamic really plays with storytelling, like ideas of storytelling and, and, you know, memoir versus fiction and and you know mm-hmm. it's it's pretty cool it's pretty clever but at a certain point i think even that there's diminishing returns in that and um this book just gets way too bogged down by the art barbara of it all and um yes yes like i think we were talking about it and you're cuz i was saying how i was not enjoying that character that voice the narrator and you're like yeah he's a type you mm-hmm. know um yeah. yeah it's it's tough yeah.
0: Yeah, like, because it gets to a point where Mercy, she is like, wh- like, what are you even talking about at this point? This is not a memoir. This is a novel. And from that point on, every time that he mentioned, like, says the word out. she memoir, crosses it out, and, crosses it out yeah. and writes novel through the entire rest of the rest of the book
1: which even that like diminishing returns like i just i I get it like i was rolling my eyes at that because it happens so often and there are like even stretches where like those are the only um like even the interesting annotations kind of dry up because she kind of allows the text to just go on uninterrupted for a long time um in in the service of like their long time friendship relationship dynamic whatever you want to call it because she's sort of getting wrapped up in his story like that's part of it that's sort of like the direction the book goes with like the sentimentality and you know her caring about him and his health and what happens to him and all that so
0: yeah like at it's it's trying to do like this whole is it memoir is it novel throughout the entire thing right and because you have these two contrasting voices where he in the text is insistent that this is how things happened as this narrator and she is insistent that this is not how things happen so you're writing a fiction and the, the two like it don't really have like stand on equal footing you know what i mean i
1: do i think i do like
0: like there's not really any doubt in the reader's head that these are like two like equally opposing viewpoints mm-hmm. it's it's pretty clear that like this is fictional
1: yes Yeah, the the idea that Mercy could be this vampire and is, like, you know, draining the life force over the decades of this guy and he's experiencing these supernatural events and they all, like, come back to her in some way, it's sometimes like the supernatural events are framed in a way where it's like, oh, that that's kind of towing the line where it, it could have happened or it could have been something, you know, mundane or or just in his head. But then at a certain point, you're like, yeah, they're really I, I don't think she's a vampire. I don't think any of this is actually real. I think it's pretty clear what the author is doing here. Um, yeah. So that kind of takes any like tension away from or you know, mystery out of yeah. it. Yeah.
0: And it it gets to the point where both art and then the author like so Paul Tremblay mm-hmm. didn't really know how to end
1: the book oh to say the least my goodness like,
0: <laughs> it, it, it was sort of like art's talking like about his mom and he's like yeah I could have just ended this here like I'm talking to my mom about how I should end the memoir and she's like well yeah you're in the present so it should be over yeah
1: which I actually like that. I yeah. like that idea. And it's like, no. <laughs> if there weren't three hours left on my audiobook, I would have liked that idea. <laughs>
0: <Right>? <laughs> yeah. And it's like, okay, no, but it's got to keep going. And then, but it's like, yeah, because you still haven't, like there's nothing was resolved with Mercy. And it's like, but I don't know. Like it, it, it's, it's, it's so strange. I guess it's in the service of mystery, but like nothing about her... Personal life mercies was ever ever revealed. No. Ever.
1: Which is criminal because, like I was saying, like her voice in this book is the thing that's worth reading.
0: What's even weirder is the fact that like they've been friends for at this point 30 plus years. Mm -hmm. And he doesn't use that fact that he knows nothing about her personal life. Like anything about her family, where she works, where does her money come from? How can she, how she can keep buying cars and apartments, not like extravagantly, but like how she's surviving. She He doesn't use any of that as evidence that she's a vampire.
1: That's very funny. Like what does yeah. she do day to day? <laughs> right. Like and I don't know kids, if that's she
0: was in college. I don't
1: know if that's a shortcoming on the author here or whether it's something that just points to how self-involved it the narrator be, is. But then at
0: the same time, like Mercy also doesn't ever remark upon anything.
1: So then it's a failing of the right. author. Like the most we know about
0: her personally, other than the way that she talks, is that she smokes weed. Yeah. Like Oh, and I get like some of the small details, like the home improvement shows, like whenever she's an adult, like just like little things like that. But anything about her personal life is not there. Mm-hmm. All all to only t- slightly try to stack the deck and say, oh, well, maybe she's a vampire. That's it. But it's never actually remarked upon. But yeah, but 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 yeah. but anyway, yeah, like like Art doesn't know how to end his book, and then the author doesn't know how to end <laughs> the 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 whole book. Right. And so then you bring back in the high school quote unquote bully, which I have issues with because if you want him to be the high school bully, you need to have him do more than just like make a nickname for you. Yeah. Like, that's nothing. I was bullied worse than that. Like, Same. And plus, it's also a cool ass nickname. <laughs>
1: You're called The Undertaker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's I mean, hey, I take it over some of the things Especially I heard Especially if kid. you
0: were into heavy metal and then punk music.
1: Right. That's, that's cool as shit. Yeah.
0: And this is like your 30 your year old grudge fueling nemesis. But like I, I think it's I think it's part of a larger issue, in and the fact that there was not that many characters in the book.
1: No, it was really just the one.
0: <laughs> There's it was really just the one. You 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 see him just briefly mention other people he interacts with. He apparently had friends as an adult. I don't think there were any names. There were names. It's like that. Na-
1: there there were names um, mentioned. Were there? Yes. I can't remember okay. any of them. Because um, they hold it's, it's no like, significance, but they're it's like, it's like the names. Nathan
0: Fielder. It's like hanging out with all my friends; they're just off screen. Yeah, exactly, you know,
1: <laughs> like yeah. But surely there are good things. I'm I'm just looking through. <laughs> I'm just looking through maybe some stuff I highlighted from early on. Um. Oh, here's something. The, the, okay, yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Uh, well, go ahead. Like
0: for me, a lot of it is like whenever that commentary between the 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 main text and then the annotated text plays off of each other that's that's what worked the best whenever it actually did work
1: yeah i agree and so can i read something from the um annotations that mercy made this is very early on i think this is actually it's actually chapter one and it made me hopeful because i did tell you i was like well i'm really enjoying this book and i was a few chapters in, and so he starts off with his angsty, depressed teenager stuff. This is actually chapter two, sorry. And so she's, you know, sharing her opinion on it. And she says this: she says this chapter is a little quote, woe is me. Don't you think I'm not judging and I'm not belittling your school age experience, nor your state of mental health. But by way of perspective, you have white cis male privilege, did not grow up in poverty and you did not suffer tragedies during childhood. None that I'm aware of anyway. Um so it's like it, there is a level of self-awareness with this Art Barbara character as insufferable as he can be. There's this counterpoint that Mercy's making early on that I appreciated and I thought would go places. But then as the book drags along, um, it becomes more and more focused and obsessed with and even unfortunately sympathetic towards Art Barbara, And it just loses any of that potential friction or commentary right. or any right. of that.
0: It's It's weird because... It's an attempt to lead the reader to the conclusion as unsatisfying as that conclusion is, mm-hmm. you know, like there's a there's a uh, I didn't mark it, but there's an annotation later on where Mercy mentions something about the press conference. And you're yeah. like, oh, what the hell is the press conference? There's got to be something that happens that would warrant a press conference. And then a few chapters later, or no, I guess actually at the very conclusion of the book, we find out what that is. But nothing like that was ever brought up before she's only ever remarking upon the text as it is Mm -hmm. and not of any like extraneous events, but like, so like it was as if the annotations were made at drastically different time periods, but we know from the conclusion of the book that that's not the case. It's that they were made after he had died. Mm -hmm. So it's weird, right? It's almost as if like the earlier annotations were made acting as if he was still alive.
1: Yes. And that is to not give too much away to the reader rather than actually have it feel like um, Mercy is writing this in a specific time and place instead of just sort of drifting through art's life. Right. Because like you Mm -hmm. said, Mercy is not. Like I I genuinely enjoyed reading her annotations. I think the character has a voice and a personality, but in terms of like a backstory and a life, she doesn't have one. Anything that she talks about is in service to where Art is at in his life in this you know novel slash memoir, which is yeah. There was
0: one point where like we find out that she had been essentially stalking him. Like she knew she knew where he worked. All the bands he was in. All the bands he was in and would go to his gigs, but would never speak to him. And it's like, yeah, what do you actually have going on in your life? Mm -hmm. What, What do you do other than follow around your former, like almost childhood friend?
1: Well, you could definitely say for sure childhood. Well, friend. she was, I mean, she was in
0: community college at the time. I don't know if that's like childhood. You
1: know what I mean? Oh, that's right. She what? Well, I, I guess I forgot about that. She was what? Early 20s and he was a teenager. So, yeah, yeah there is a bit of an age difference. Doesn't get it doesn't turn into no, licorice pizza. No, it does but, not.
0: No, thankfully, there is no sexual tension.
1: Yeah, that that just would have been much. <laughs> yes, too much. it, it would have been like was it was already this was already too much. But yeah, that would have definitely fallen into that category. Can I can I mention another? It's funny, I'm looking at my highlights and most of them are from Mercy annotations early on. Mm. Um, there's another one here where she starts to get like, you know, the author is getting a bit meta in terms of like commentary about the structure of the book and, and, and writing and, and genre and all that. So let's see. So this is Mercy again. She says in a memoir, the writer finds meaning in the meaningless purpose within the inexplicable, unpredictable machinations of the universe um but suspension of disbelief as it pertains to the supernatural isn't something a memoir is built for you know as a novel this book can work maybe and that's when she sort of goes on to the difference between what he's doing or trying to do and 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 you know calling it a memoir versus a novel it's it but like these passages are interesting because it's it's like there's substance here but then those
0: were notes straight from the actual editor i swear to
1: christ Oh, that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> I swear to Christ. Well, that's what I like about it, right? Because if there was a self-awareness to it early on and mm-hmm. you, you, it was like playing with that. Um, cause you have essentially three different voices working here. You have the author, you have arts memoir, and you have mercy. And the, it, the author was playing with those layers and actually like, you know, making some commentary about it. But then like we said earlier, it just devolves into, okay, she crosses out the word memoir every time the it pops right. up like that's it you know there's yeah. nothing else like, to it he,
0: so here's here's a here's a here's a highlight that i made from later on and i was like well where's 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 her commentary on this piece of work because this is uh so uh i won't detail the dreams i had that night no one cares about dreams but i'll say this the dreams were wonderful and they were terrible and the terrible parts were what was wonderful and the wonderful parts were the terror that's horrific that's mm-hmm. awful writing it's very it doesn't bad tell you anything and so i'm like okay well where's her part tearing this to shreds
1: right <laughs> we
0: need the and there's notes yeah there's nothing it's just left oh. there
1: and it's funny because in the context of of this fake memoir can can paul tremblay like excuse any of this is like oh i'm just writing this insufferable character or is is that does the blame fall on his writing <laughs> I don't thing. Know. yeah
0: you can sort of like shield yourself a little bit yeah
1: you don't have to take accountability yeah. as much and also that thing about dreams is bullshit because there were very, very lengthy passages about what very clearly were dreams, um, arts dreams throughout the the book. Yeah. So those were like when it would devolve into like these, uh, what were supposed to be like suspenseful, like atmospheric horror moments that would bridge the gap between believable and, and supernatural. And for me, like none of them really were effective. They just, I wanted to just kind of get through them and move on. Um, which i think also points to the lack of mystery or true mystery intriguing mystery as to who mercy is and all this and what she is and you Mm -hmm. know whether there's some larger you know reveal satisfying reveal coming or twist or i don't know there was none of it i mean she has a different name i guess she's what's what's the mary thing i was so checked out i'm sorry by the by the time that came so
0: her real name is mary and the way that it's revealed is that Whenever he's at the kitchen table talking to his mom, yeah, she says, "What was the name of that friend you had, Mary or Mercy?"
1: Yeah, it's seemingly that's a throwaway line until Mercy brings it up later. Yeah, she's like, "Oh, just... that's
0: a weird way for you to bring up my real name. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, nobody would have known." Would have, never yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, I, there's another highlight I made from again later on, and I was like, "So, so another thing that is like he he makes references to uh." not necessarily pop culture but a lot most of the time music shit especially the music that he listens to uh like 80s uh punk bands mm-hmm. and most of it goes over my head cuz i don't know the actual like specific members of these bands or like the songs or the albums but mercy knows them and so she'll remark upon them uh but also whenever he does like other like either references a movie or something else she will also like comment on it basically to say like i hope the reader doesn't miss this is the way I saw it. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, you better get all these references I put in here. It just doesn't know what it wants. To, like, he, it, to me, clearly, like, he had this idea for this character. Yeah. Right? But he didn't really have something that he wanted him to do.
1: And also, I don't quite understand how this is a worthwhile character to begin with. Maybe that's just my taste. Um, Maybe that's not fair, but I I don't know.
0: Yeah, like so I'm like struggling to be because I I, I also said I find the character quite obnoxious. Um, But if you read the acknowledgments, he's like, yeah, I'm art. Oh, all right. I'm art Barbara. Okay. So it's like, okay, all right, yeah. Like right. I get it. Like I had I had a I had a feeling. So you know, this is a like, memoir, then yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> that's the twist.
0: Yeah. He's like, I am art, but I'm also not art, but yeah, I'm art kind of thing. So like he based the yeah. character off himself, you know. Like it's like, okay, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, but like, yes, yeah, so, like he had this he had this character and he just didn't know what he wanted him to do. Um, what I found really like groan inducing was the way that he brings back the pallbearers club Mm -hmm. as As a band (laughs) as a band as his one man band again towards the end of the book um and then shoehorns in him picking up a job driving a hearse Mm -hmm. just to try to make it relevant when it again it had been 30 years since he went to maybe like four funerals
1: Oh, I thought you were going to say it had been 30 years since we started oh, reading this it,
0: book. At that point, it felt like it. <laughs>
1: But no, genuinely, this was like such a blip on 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 the life. Like it, this club did not last long. It was it was like it, it right. was like a means to an end of getting these two characters to meet each other. It, did, it had no real purpose, which was so disappointing. It felt like false advertising, yeah, especially because you know?
0: the whole thing of, of Mercy joining the club was her purpose was to take pictures of dead people. Mm-hmm. And it's like, OK, that's fascinating. What's the what, what's her angle there? Mm-hmm. But then like they stopped going to funerals. So she doesn't do that
1: anymore. So then, what is she doing? Isn't it crazy? So they stop going to funerals, and then the book gets yes. depressing. Yes,
0: because we have to go through all of his health issues.
1: Oh, which by the way, yeah, I um, I don't know if I've documented this on the show before, but I struggle with uh, issues of the heart, and not not the like metaphorical kind. Well, well, okay, I, I should. Well. <laughs> well. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. I, I caught myself there. Um, uh-huh. but no, literally like I, I, it's like a weird yes. thing for me. So, so having to go through uh, detailed descriptions of, was it Marfan syndrome and the possible, yes. the possible and aortic
0: r- valves. Uh-huh.
1: In fact, one of them. the things that he mentioned is something I actually have. Um, it's one of those like benign heart things that's very common, but oh, it, the murmur? It can, not the murmur. It's the mitral valve oh. prolapse.
0: Oh, you um, got one of those? I got
1: one of those. I got the um, Okay, there we go. So we're covered. We're yeah. covered on both ends. Um, yeah, just like those passages were probably the closest thing to horror in my eyes, because of just my specific issues. Um yeah. and I actually thought those were effective. I do like when an author will put something that is either personal or just like well researched into a character and sort of like explore that within like a horror story or something, just to like kind of mm-hmm add to things you know um but uh even then it really i mean I, it does go somewhere technically because of how art passes away but uh if, you if, know
0: it, again it had not been an issue for decades, decades. at that point
1: even though he was then, very well, bad you know, about I going get, to the doctor yeah
0: and and then just whenever they it was convenient for the story mm-hmm. which i think mercy remarks on
1: yeah, but, she does. She's like, uh, if this was a real memoir, um, the timing of the heart attack that he suffers would have been like felt contrived and, and not believable. Uh-huh, which like, which... sure, but you did it anyway.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like you can um, call yourself out on it, but just don't also just do it and commit. Right, I don't know. Enough. Right.
0: But yeah, like the health stuff did feel a little close to home where he's talking about because he has to have this spinal fusion surgery yeah. that that I almost had. Sorry, not age. to laugh, but no, it's it's really funny, and he okay. also has a heart murmur, which I have. Yeah, and uh, I he he had like severe scoliosis. I did not have scoliosis, but the way my thing worked was that like doctors were always like, "Oh yeah, you don't have scoliosis," but I bet at school the whenever they do the test, they probably always pull you aside and say that you have scoliosis, right? And I'm like, yes, <laughs> and are like, yeah, you don't have scoliosis, but uh, your your vertebrae at the top is fucking misaligned um So yeah, that was a little close to home. I'm like, oh yeah, I could have been this pathetic piece of shit. <laughs> <had> surgery?
1: <laughs> no, because his issues were not. Well, he had physical health issues, but those were not the cause of his insufferable That's personality. True. So I think you're That's safe from that. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, it was. It was just a lot. And then he, like he said, he's trying to tie the medical shit to horror. But for me, there was not enough. And yeah, it it doesn't. There wasn't
1: enough there, and it also goes back to we know Mercy's not a vampire. Like she's supposedly like draining his life force or something and causing all these health issues for him. But it's like, no, I never bought into right. that. I, I actually, um, I find real health issues and, and like more believable conditions like that to be more effective horror than any sort of like vampire angle, you know? Yeah. Um, so in that sense, it did kind of work for me, but I don't think that's the what the author intended. The most part
0: of the whole thing was whenever his mother was dying.
1: Sure, but even that felt like out of left field for me. Like where was the where was any well, yeah. of the mother no, throughout the thing. Like this the, whole
0: the not the impact, but like the passages themselves where he's like kind of losing it yeah. and like barricading himself in his room yeah. as his mother is like coughing and dying away. Mm-hmm. Was like there was tension there. But no, I no, the same thing. The mother was never a character until she needed to die. Which that's just like yeah, it's awful. very Disney.
1: Um, <laughs> yeah.
0: Because yeah, she was like whenever he was a kid in those passages, she was just like a background. She was just his mom, you know. Um, but then we only get like her whole background personality in the scene preceding her death, basically. And that's it. And then yep. she dies. So it's like, OK, well, we don't have any attachment to her. He, he sure does because it's his friggin mom. Mm-hmm. But and that's know, the only
1: that's the only purpose behind it is to mess right, him up. even right. more. But
0: for, for the reader, it doesn't do anything because we didn't know her like like again there was there was only two characters in the, this book and really there was only one yeah
1: so mercy might as well have been like the twist at the end might as well have been she was like a uh like a part of his like personality disorder or sure. something you know which also would have been eye rolling but mm-hmm. i don't know it would have been something i yeah i was maybe. waiting
0: for something with the mercy mary thing because mary was the sister of the old vampire yes i was but no, nothing. I guess it's just a common name, you know. Yeah, like there was also a whole thing where he's also doing Lovecraft references. He like he keeps talking about the Shunned House, which is a Lovecraft short story. Because this whole book is set in in and around Providence, uh, Massachusetts, or is it Rhode, Rhode Island? Island? Rhode Island. Uh, and uh, Lovecraft has a short story called The Shunned House. That is slightly based off of the whole thing that the the, um, the 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 vampire uh, case, this whole um, Mercy Brown thing that is sort of like the impetus for the vampire thing in the story. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Which so he, he's like, yeah, he's just sorry. like sort of making like all these allusions to sort of like New England horror. But that's kind of all it amounts to.
1: Exactly. I was going to say, so, like, early on when he and Mercy are going to the library and researching uh, Mercy Brown for, like, I think one of his, like, um, you know, projects for school. um, It's very intriguing. You know, it's cool. It feels like there's going to be, like, a through line somewhere. Mm -hmm. But there isn't. It's just kind of like, hey, look how interesting this this historical, uh, you know, piece of history is. Well, well, Um, because
0: the character himself telegraphed the whole thing by naming changing the name of his friend to mercy yes
1: that's true so it's <laughs> like oh okay
0: truth. you're definitely saying that she's the vampire or reincarnation or whatever and this is again what mercy says in part of her you know critiques so yes yeah, so like a lot of things just like lose their impact
1: and you could argue that the purpose was the purpose of re- of this book as a whole was more about the i guess the the relationship between art and mercy but even then there's a lot left to be desired there so like you don't have to right. you don't have to resolve mysteries, you don't have to come up with all these connections and expl- like you can leave threads hanging for me to be satisfied. Like I, you know, if if the main focus is um, you know, engaging enough, but even here that wasn't wasn't the case. I just didn't have much to grasp onto right, by because the end like, of it.
0: What even was their relationship? Like she she yeah. saw them as like almost lifelong friends. And he thought that she was a life sucking vampire. That then gave him vampirism and killed his mom, but mm-hmm. he was still buddy, buddy with her and was waiting for some kind of like duel to the death. I did like the, the weirdest passage for me was, well, the first one was the um the apartment thing with the floating shit. Mm -hmm. that went on for way too long
1: oh my goodness yeah and it's 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 that explains a lot there because like a more effective version of that was there was a previous passage about the just describing this interestingly um this interesting like piece of furniture that's like I guess like attached to the wall in a way that makes it look like the legs are like floating in the air but like that stuff was mundane right and and I think Mercy's annotations even say like he's just he's Findings horror in something that is just static and mundane and just the way you describe it is what makes it effective. But then he turns it into an actual supernatural event where if things get a little wild, the furniture in the room and all that, and it just yeah. it, it just loses. But it's me.
0: Again, like everything like putting the cart before the horse mm. because they go into the room and Mercy's like, Hey, you see anything weird in my apartment? Yes, exactly. And he's like, No, everything's kinda normal. And then she's like Oh yeah, well, what about this dresser? And he's like, Oh yeah, it's like it looks like it's floating. He's like yeah, it's bolted to the wall. So he knows ahead of time, and this is this is in his passage, by the way. So he wrote this. Mm-hmm. He knows that it's bolted to the wall, and then we get the floating shit.
1: Yeah, you're so, it's s- like, you're how so right. He's—he's to- he's un- this author is undercutting his own like tension and like at yeah. every turn. Like if we—if
0: we knew after the fact that it's like no, this was a weird thing that was bolted to the wall, mm-hmm. then we can kind of see like why the fuck is this dresser floating? It doesn't make sense. How does its physics work? You know, mm-hmm. and then the explanation is as simple as that it's bolted to the wall.
1: Like him losing his mind in the middle of the night and trying, like, <laughs> trying to take apart a dresser while also being quiet not to wake Mercy up was actually kind of like was was pretty interesting and a little amusing and and unsettling. Mm-hmm. But then, like you said, that precedes the attempt at supernatural horror, which just right. ugh, didn't work. Um,
0: but then, then the other thing that was like, uh, what was, what was it? It was the. Um, I can't remember now. Oh, oh the 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 scene where they they've met up again. They're now middle-aged after his mother's died. And he's like, "Okay, this is it. I'm going to finally do it. I'm going to like kill her or something." And he takes her to the basement and then he just hands back her camera. Mm-hmm. And he was expecting something to happen. He, something, pizza. Like like what was he what what did he think was going to happen there? And then she just walks up the stairs. He's like, "Wait, I thought that we were going to like duel to the death like i I didn't understand that sequence at all
1: yeah i was just like whatever at that point sure. i was checked out some of these shortcomings especially with the horror element are, are interesting because this is this is an accomplished horror writer like there's there was a movie adaptation of one of his books just that just came out I, this I year i like,
0: really enjoyed the other two uh novels of his that i've i've read i i, I i've talked about you know Headful full of ghosts mm-hmm. so i've talked about uh I forget what the title is now since it's been turned into the damn at movie. the end of the world. Yeah. The cabin at the end of the world. Um, it, it the, the ending that he wrote is a lot better than the fucking Shyamalan ending. I will. Yeah. No, <laughs> I don't know why that's surprising. If it's a Shyamalan ending, but like, yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, this, this one was a, this one was a miss. Yeah. Um, you know, it happens. Uh, I don't know if it, it is just the case of, like, maybe maybe a little too personal, you know? And, uh, but, I
1: you know, I don't know. Yeah, it makes sense when you mention the acknowledgments, because it is very overly indulgent in Art Barbara and in, like, every regard, so it kind of makes more sense than yeah. it was about him. And, and
0: sort of like this, you know, this, this music scene, and growing up in the late 80s, and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that kind of thing, and, like, references to all of these, all these bands, and, uh... Having a, a weird uh, hatred for the Smashing Pumpkins for some reason. Uh, there's like two or three lines about not liking the Smashing Pumpkins. I don't know what that's about. He
1: also references Imagine Dragons. Yes. Yeah. For what that's yeah. worth.
0: Yeah. Yeah. There's there's lots of like musical.
1: Um, I'm just not a big references yeah. person in, in well, yeah, fiction. Yeah, because if the reader
0: doesn't have context for it, it's just like...
1: Yeah, okay. And how often is it truly adding to whatever story is being told, aside from, I guess, from, like, you know, well, so, period but, so setting here's the and all thing.
0: that? Yeah, well, here's the thing. So, like, Head Full of Ghosts, his other novel, is the uh, a bad religion song. So, like, uh-huh. I, I, I get that reference. You know? Of course, <laughs> like, <I> yeah. Can...
1: <laughs> no, it, you're right. And that's added, like, that is <laughs> meaningful, right? Like, I'd rather it be meaningful... Than just being like, well, hey, this was part of the period that we're in. And, well, so, so, like, cool. so, like,
0: and so for this one, so like so they keep referencing like everything's uh, Husker Du because that's his favorite uh, band. Yeah. Right. And I don't know anything about Husker Du. They could have been and fictional so have a, for all I knew. No, they're they're real. Right. Yeah, I know they're, they're real. Uh, and, But I think like all the chapter titles are like references to their songs and shit. It's,
1: it's such an obscure. I, yeah, I, I don't you know, I'm not going to like fault him for that um yeah but it's just interesting i just
0: i just struggle with like early punk uh-huh. like like ramones shit it's so weird to like go from like ramones because that stuff sucks to be honest like like early punk is like unlistenable <laughs> and like to me it doesn't actually even start to get good until late 80s which is like his sort of time period but he's kind of still listening to the older shit.
1: See, I would argue nineties. Um, well, yeah, personally. but like, no, like,
0: so like late eighties, you do get like, he so gets like uh, some bad religion, bad religion, and... descendants. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's you know? true. That's true. But, like a lot of it, like none of that is like here.
1: <laughs> so
0: right. I just have no frame of
1: reference, you know? Yeah. Cause he's, Art Barbara is of course, one of those, uh, people who doesn't, whose music taste does not evolve with a time. Right. Um, just someone who's stuck in their ways as we as we have as we have seen for 300 pages yeah
0: Uh, you know this is a bit of a miss
1: yeah it's just it's unfortunate as the inaugural book club pick here because i just don't know where we go from here i
0: I was you know just knowing this author and like briefly looking at the amazon like you know blurb i was like oh okay yeah it's is a new horror novel yeah so like this would be great yeah it
1: seems cool i was very on board
0: (laughs) and it wasn't even a horror novel really no so no that was that was like to me that's like the really unfortunate part like if it's a shitty horror novel it's like fine whatever but for it to not even really <laughs>
1: I mean, I don't I don't necessarily agree with that because I, I have no issue. I think when we were doing the Halloween movies, uh, not not Halloween is in Michael Myers, but when we were like watching movies in the fall for the podcast yeah, yeah, yeah. and I was like making selections, I think a handful of them honestly were like horror adjacent Um, because I value sure. I value just a good piece of art rather than you know putting it in a specific genre. So if like if this was good and effective and horror adjacent, I would have been much happier. Um like the fact that it was not a horror novel doesn't really bother me at all. Um just the fact that it wasn't a good novel really is my is my issue. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm just saying like in in the this like, yeah, we're gonna read a horror novel and uh it's oh but it's not a horror novel. Like you know, just the just that on its face? Yeah. It, well,
1: I I uh, came to you a couple of weeks ago off off air. Here, I was like, I know I just started this horror themes segment book club, whatever you want to call it. Um, Can we pivot? <laughs> can we pivot? Maybe to to I guess broaden the scope or you know include some different types of books potentially if if we do continue on because I know it's taken me like two months to read this thing because we've been um, really
0: hitting hitting the same <laughs> hitting the same kinds back to back. You know
1: yeah
0: <laughs> you know so like yeah well for first of all yeah i'm fine with that i don't care it's fine okay <laughs> like, well, it, sounds, it's, it sounds good it's, like I don't, it's fine like,
1: because i i think we never actually came up what, with a title that's what this. i was gonna say
0: yeah we have not came up with an actual segment name for this so it's fine i have not made like you know uh sound or graphics packages for it so it's it's
1: fine should we call it the paul bearers <laughs> book club Ooh.
0: you know what i might have to look and see if it's this dude's fan club to be honest with you okay because it sounds like it might be
1: then never mind. And also yeah. never mind just to begin with. just because, Right. Yeah. Of course.
0: Um, but uh what was I gonna say? Oh, um, so like so we started this and then you were also kind of maybe looking into like joining a, a regular book club that's not just me. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. Uh so the the solution for you might be this is your this is your favorite word, the metaverse. Because (laughs)
1: Um,
0: I saw I saw this uh, YouTube video where somebody uh, was trying to figure out what the hell's going on with Facebook's or or Meta's uh, you know whole deal, and in in their VR bullshit, uh, somebody made like a book club in there.
1: Yeah, Um, but like you could join a Zoom book club. Sure, but uh,
0: yeah, and this one is also for senior citizens, Um, and. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I don't know how that works well I have with,
1: the literary taste of an elderly woman so it's fine yeah honestly. I don't know how that
0: works with strapping like old people into a VR headset and then like giving them a, a game controller and then expecting them to, them to talk about a book I don't know what the order of operations there is so but yeah I found that very interesting <laughs> this is the book club in the the hip happening place of the
1: metaverse Yeah, I'm not at all surprised. Think of our next
0: pick. Did you have? I can't remember if you had one. I did. We
1: okay. It's a matter of are we doing this again? That's that's the main question.
0: an issue with doing it again. So
1: then, let me announce our next pick. Sure. <laughs> um, I would like us to read Yellow Face by R.F. Kwong okay. Um, it's a recent um release. It's sort of this uh, satirical take on the publishing industry, which I feel like is appropriate for us because we've had discussions about issues within the industry. Um, you have, I mean, this this the show's namesake is is based on your independent, you know, book publishing uh, projects mm-hmm. So. This just has had a lot of buzz around it, and I'm very excited to read it. It's sitting on my shelf uh, as we speak, and I want to get into it. And I thought it would be a pretty good pick for, yeah, for us. Yeah, good. Cool. All right. Cool. Well,
0: we will uh, start reading and then... Yeah, let's
1: maybe not start. announce a date yet.
0: <laughs> no, no. Try to work out uh, a time at some point. I, I swear if it's a then. book
1: that I'm engaged in i can finish it much quicker than two months of course it wasn't course. all right i'm exaggerating It was more of like or was it was has it been close to two months at this point my goodness um t- anyway you, i think it had taken you a while to start it yes and
0: then you it took a while once you got started that's but true it's it's neither here nor there it's it's over it's done. now yeah it's over <laughs> the horror is finished the evil is defeated um yes And uh, I should probably just announce this for anybody that's made it all the way through. Um, I will be going on. I hate using the word vacation as a freelancer, but yeah, that's what's happening. And so there's going to be a slight break in episodes for probably two or three weeks because I did not plan ahead again. So um, I apologize for that. I'm just looking at the calendar now. And so this. Yeah, I know. Uh, So this will go out on the 9th of August, and then I will not be back until the 22nd. So then by the time uh, we or me would be able to record would be that week. And so then there would not be something until the 30th. So it's about a three week gap. uh, And I do apologize for that, but um, it is what it is. So (laughs) (laughs) I will try to plan ahead better, especially because I will also be traveling. Uh, in september so i might have to record like three episodes in one day or oh. something i don't just me i don't know what i'll do but um yes because i will be out of town again uh for like the 31st until the
1: so you can't do like a portable recording setup um, is that just is that that's not to I would sound
0: a lot worse would be the issue okay it's so like i could i would just sound a lot worse
1: i mean how bad could it be though because like i'm plug and play here i just got the mic i in am not laptop, plug and you know? play right I've, but you could I be. I'm
0: not plug and play um we will see we yeah. will see
1: yeah we will see can we record in the metaverse maybe maybe
0: <laughs> we'll have to interview some senior citizens <laughs> that are hanging out in mark zuckerberg's paradise but um but yeah i think that's gonna do it for us uh thank you for listening uh if you have any thoughts on the Paul Bear's club because i know a lot of people <laughs> <laughs> reading along with us uh or any thoughts on uh, a book we should check
1: out a video at that yeah if, if, God, if someone writes in really it would make this feel more worth it to me so <laughs> <laughs> sure sure
0: that would be for for any that for any sort of aspect yeah of the, whole, the whole operation uh but yeah, uh, check out the YouTube for clips, segment breakouts, full episodes, all that jazz. Uh, check out the Facebook page, because I hear it's going to
1: be very active. Well, yeah, so by the time this episode goes up, which is August 9th, um, you will have seen a Facebook post um, <laughs> talking about how this episode is coming out. Um, <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. 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 In theory. All right. It, it, okay. Sure. I don't want to yep. make any promises. Mm-hmm. Retroactive promises.
0: God. Sure. Yeah. That hasn't happened um,
1: before. Oh, you and, know, I was going to uh, mention. So, if if someone is here listening, because mm-hmm. they're like, ooh, horror novels, um, and horror in general, we're going to yeah. do the Halloween thing again, right? Movies. Sure. Because I feel like that was yeah, fun. Not. Now I don't know yeah. when we'll start because I think when we did it last time, we started super early, right? Like it was September and October. Um, but we'll just have to um, see.
0: Yeah, we'll have to see
1: basically each week or i guess every other week now with the schedule being what it is we'll watch a horror film leading up to to halloween
0: and some of those might be the standalone episodes depending on how long yes which would do me a solid with the schedule Mm -hmm. let me tell you uh yeah i think that's that's it that's all the updates uh yeah i got nothing else Um, yeah thanks thanks for for listening we will catch you in the next one